Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Tech Talks Podcast. I'm Tecla Wright, your host, and we are here in YouTube, the Tecla Wright YouTube um, channel. And I say this because some of you guys don't know um, that I have been podcasting um, since 2019. And I just started this YouTube back in October, October of 2021. And um, so, yeah. I just felt like I needed to uh, remind some of you guys where we've been and where we're going. And um, for those of you who are new here, I'm grateful for you. And thank you so much for stopping by and, and giving me a chance to bless you. And for those of you who have been following me for a while, thank you for coming back. And I so appreciate you as well. It helps this channel when you hit the like button and share. And would you do some... Um, some fun things for me. Would you write in the comments how this has blessed you or say, Hey, I've shared this. Hey, that'd be cool too. That'd be encouraging for me as well. And let's keep going. So in tech talks, normally what I do is I go through a book and I share my highlighted moments and um, I just kind of talk to you about it a little bit. Right now we are in my first book that I wrote for, uh, uh, for women. It's a devotional called little things, uh, matter. Those little things make a big difference. And it's funny because every time I look back on reading my own notes, I'm like refreshed on some memories and, and um, some good notes. And I'm like, Oh, that's a good thing. I need to be reminded of that today. And I start thanking God and, um, and all that good stuff. So anyway, uh, we probably should get started with a prayer. And Let's just start praying because I, I have all these thoughts in my head twirling around and I'm trying to articulate them as best as I can. And I, I feel like I'm a, a flip flop. I keep going back and forth. So I need some clarity and I need, I need some Jesus. <laughs> okay. All right. Dear Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for this opportunity. I pray you help me to articulate my words and the message that you have given me to bless others and um, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So here we are in chapter 10. This title is called a small voice. And uh, the scripture reading for this chapter is first Kings uh, 19 11 through 12. And this is the NKJV version. Then he said, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind and after the wind, an earthquake, but the wind was not in the earthquake and after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire and after the fire, a still small voice. I really like that. So what what comes to your mind when you think of a small voice? Do you think, oh, a child or maybe like a wimpy voice or a high-pitched squeaky voice or maybe a gentle whisper? In this passage, I believe it was meant for like a gentle whisper. And I've even read uh, in different versions a gentle whisper. So God's voice can come in not like a thunderous big boom, like some of us, some of us probably imagine, at least I do sometimes. And he can, 
but he can also come in as a small voice, as a gentle whisper. And I like that reminder. And I needed to be reminded of that today. And I hope that was a good reminder for you as well. So in here, I wanted to talk to you about something. Um, So when I was writing this chapter, I kept thinking about the small voice and I'm thinking about God's voice and stuff like that. And I came across a YouTube um, title called God's voice. And I'm like, oh, well, how ironic. (laughs) God, that's so cool. Of course, he would, you know, set that up for me to see, right? And it happened to be Pastor Joel Osteen's brother, Paul, teaching on the subject. And it was simple and yet practical. And it was really good. And it was good reminders of what God's voice, um, not necessarily should sound, but what it should feel like to you. Uh, He said that, hey, if you hear God's voice or if you're having thoughts that are good and peaceful, then it's probably from God. And I'm like, well, yeah, no brainer, right? But I needed that reminder. Like I forget sometimes to do that little healthy check. Like, oh, am I having peace about this? Oh, I am. Or, oh, I'm not having peace about this. Maybe I should go back and pray some more. Those are healthy reminders that we both need. And that's what I wanted to remind you guys today is that do a little health check and remind yourself, Hey, God, God's voice sometimes is this still small voice that I need to reconcile with and I need to tap into. And we all need to hear God's voice because he's the one that holds all the wisdom and the smarts and the knowledge and everything together. And um, we just need to tap into that because it, it even says in here that you know, the world around us can feel like an earthquake and shake and um, crumble. Or we could have like a mighty wind just of circumstances and stuff or uh, or decline in health or something could happen. And, and I think um, the Lord wanted to teach Elijah the prophet in this moment. Hey, I'm here. Listen to me. I'm the still small voice that you need to have laser focus on and not be focused on that around, around you, which is around you. Don't be focused on the signs and wonders. Look to me. I believe God's saying, look to me. And he's whispering that he's trying to calm his child. You know how sometimes we calm our children. We go, shh, it's okay. You're going to be okay. I think maybe in that moment, Maybe God was doing that for his, his son, for his, you know, for us. Maybe that's what he was trying to portray. He is a good father. He will, he will sell, settle us uh, when we need it. Um, so in the small voice, uh, you know, I just, I really liked how, uh, how Paul Osteen's, he was, you know, talking about, um, you know, conviction and condemnation, right? The difference between it, and I'll just kind of read you my notes. He said that conviction from the Holy Spirit will address a mistake and show you the next step and how to correct it. Satan will condemn and shame you and torment you with relentless guilt. So there's a difference. God's 
small voice in this chapter, as we are talking about, he'll come in and convict you and lovingly correct you. And that's the difference. You might feel this conviction and you might feel sorry and shameful, but hear this, tap into the small voice, tap into, okay, what can I learn from this? What are you trying to teach me? Yes, Lord, I feel bad about my mistakes and rightfully so. But Lord, I want to have peace about what you're doing in, in me. I want to know that um, you are loving me through my horrible mistakes and I can come to you. I, and you just keep talking and talking and talking and eventually God will show you and remind you and he will lovingly correct you like a good father that he is. Now, Satan, on the other hand, will keep shaming you and he will not correct you. He will not show you the solutions to your problems. He will not lovingly um, teach you or show you any of anything for that matter. He'll keep telling you how stupid or wrong or dumb um, or worthless and he'll keep you in that bondage. But God does not want you to have that bondage. He wants you to come to him. And, and you just to be honest with him and he will be honest with you back, but not in a shameful way, but more in a, um, more in a, uh, Papa God kind of way. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I hope that makes sense. Okay. So let's move on. Um, part of hearing that still small voice is that you have to get still. What could that look like in a hectic environment? Getting physically alone with God is a possible answer. Although I know for me, it is very hard to find alone time. Trust me, it is. As a mom with very young children, sometimes simply going to the bathroom alone seems like an impossible feat. So how do you tap into the small voice? That is a very good question. And even today, I'm like, I sometimes don't even know. I don't even know. I, you know, my world around me is always, uh, mom, you know. <laughs> um, so I also want to encourage you, if you feel anxious and fearful and doubtful, know that this does not come from God. It does not come from God. Not one bit. Um. So yeah, I want to share something with you that I really, really liked. And it was actually from a friend of mine, an old friend. Her name's Heather William. So Heather, thank you for this. And uh, shout out to you. I'm going to read a little note that I found um, that she had posted actually through Facebook. And I put it in here with her permission. And again, thank you, Heather. <clears throat> I'm going to read this to you. So bear with me. Okay. Heather says, I started studying the book of Mark. In the first chapter, it says that Jesus drove out many demons or unclean spirits, and he did not allow the demons to speak because they knew him. Mark, Mark 1, 34 KJV. Jesus wasn't ready to be revealed yet, but that's not what st struck me. Think about this for a moment. They knew him. How? John 1.14 tells us that 
the word became flesh and dwelt among us. In the beginning of time, God spoke and it was the word that he spoke. The spirit was there hovering over the deep. Father God was there creating. And the word was there being spoken and fulfilling God's purpose. From the beginning of time, they have been working together. And now we see that the voice has taken on flesh and become the son of man. I wonder, did those demons remember hearing that voice command the light to appear and that the world be formed? Did they recognize the voice of their creator on the night Jesus was born when his first cry filled the air? Certainly they knew it when he commanded them to come out. So here's the question we must ask ourselves. Do I know his voice? Do I hear him speak and know it's my savior? Do I read the word and obey the voice of my creator? As one redeemed, how much more should we want to know the voice of our good shepherd and follow it? Sometimes there are so many other voices and I do not hear him or recognize his calling. That's why we must spend time alone with God. If we don't learn to hear him when we are alone, how will we ever hear in the midst of all the noise as we go about our days? God is still speaking to his children. Be encouraged and learn to hear him. And I couldn't have said it any better than she did, to be honest. I, I'm like, this is perfect, you know? Absolutely. We get distracted easily, don't we? We get fearful and fret and we fret just like sheep and we do need our good shepherd. I pray that this blesses you in some way and I and if it has, would you please share and comment that it has and hey, do me a favor as um, right after or right about before or after you shared this message, I pray that you put in there in the comments I shared or whatever you would like. Um, that would be, that would be, mm. and remember to give this channel a thumbs up and, uh, I'll see you next time on Mondays. And I have an announcement that I want to make real quick. So we're, we're getting closer to the end of, of this book. And I have been working on a project that is dear to my heart and I hope to deliver what's dear to my heart or at least what's in my mind and heart and convey it as best as I can to you guys because I've been working on something for Lent now I don't have a little something every day for Lent but I do have a little um, two-week study type thing um, for the season of Lent and if you don't know what that is the season of Lent is basically um, kind of like fasting for 40 days and you're preparing yourself just like Jesus prepared himself for the cross and for the, the deliverance and the re reconciliation of his people. Um, and he is the bridge um, between us and God the Father. Like we need him and we can't go to our Heavenly Father without him because it says in his word that he is the way, the truth and the life. And you cannot go th uh, to the Father unless you have a relationship with Jesus. So with that being said, I want to share something with you that I want, I want to help people in their faith. And 
I have created a study that I'm calling it cut the fat out of your faith. What does that mean? Okay, so I've, I've heard um, from other people, especially this one um, person that I follow pretty faithfully, and her name is uh, Terry Savelle Foy. And she is a motivational um, vision slash goal um, person. Okay, and she is, she's very good, very, um, I don't know, that's like her main thing. Okay. But she had made uh, a comment really, or slightly a teaching that we were all born with muscles, right? We're all born with muscles. However, the more you do like strength training and you're eating well, you're living a healthy lifestyle, eventually you're going to have lean cut muscles and you're going to be strong and you're going to have a lot of strength and all this stuff, right? Well, picture it as your faith muscle, okay? Once you become a believer in Jesus Christ, you have the same amount of muscles that you, you know, physically we're all born with the same amount of muscles, right? And, um, however, like I said, you have to, if you want to be strong, you have to have a healthy lifestyle. Well, what I'm trying to say is let's work on our faith muscle. Let's cut the fat out of our faith all the excuses, all the hurdles and blockages and stuff like that. I know we can't do it on our own strength. So that's why I decided to go through and kind of help create a conversational piece that goes along with the book that I've read. And as I was doing these notes, I kind of reread some of it. Um, but it's, it's something I want to help strengthen our faith, to cut some of our fat out of our faith. And this is called what do I know about my God by Marty Collier? I'm going to put it up here real quick. And I don't know if you're seeing this backwards like I am. But anyway, this book was just a good way to get back to the to the meat. You know, if that makes any sense. This was a good hearty meal. It was a healthy meal, if you will, for my faith. And I'm not going to go into all the details of um, some of the so-called rules that I put into the study um, for Lent. I'll go and talk to you about some of that later on an, um, probably another time. But I just want to encourage you to look f to look for this book and maybe do this with me. I'm going to challenge myself even. I'm going to try to in March. March is when Lent starts. I'm going to I'm going to try to do a video for you guys every day. And that's only for two weeks. Um, and I know that's not the same time frame as um, technically speaking when it comes to Lent. Um, but I just wanted to help give you a boost. If, if you can say like a little boost, like um, just to kind of chew on some things and to help you be the best version of you in the body of Christ. Does that make sense? So stick around. I'm going to be talking more about this in the upcoming videos, and we're going to dive in to what we know about our God and really refine our faith and maybe even cut the fat out of our faith and uh, really dive in and get to know the Lord. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time. And don't forget, Mondays is when I post a new video. So come back, tell your friends to check back on Mondays. I love you guys. I'll see you next time. And don't forget, be embraced. Let God love you.
Thank you.